Hello and welcome back to Fireside. Today is an episode about resistance and primarily resistance to doing the work. Um, And this was obviously, um, I feel like I'm saying um a lot already today, so I do apologise for that. But this was inspired by a question which I'll read in a minute but also resistance is something that I've been thinking a lot about probably the last year and a bit and really sort of delving into in my own work and my own practice and how it's something that we experience as a negative but perhaps it doesn't have to be that way and I think where I've landed is that really our relationship with resistance is one of the most crucial for us to develop with our creative work because the resistance isn't going anywhere (laughs) the resistance is here and so instead of resisting that resistance how can we develop a better working relationship with this thing that is a part of our process a part of how we work so let me go to the question and this was a very emphatic one um So this person wrote, I am an artist. I have ideas. I know where I want to put cards and prints. I don't do it. And this bit's in all caps. Why don't I do it? Question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark. (laughs) There seems to be an invisible barrier stopping me from doing the things. And then they close off with, ah. (laughs) so first of all I hope you enjoyed my dramatic reading of that question but I wanted to read it in the way it was written because I really think we can all relate to that experience um on that frustration of the resistance that we are experiencing because it doesn't make sense For me, when I was first thinking about this question, it is one that has been asked from the rational, critical voice. And this is the voice that's been moulded out of school teachers and our mothers and possibly an old boss and just the general criticism that we pick up in the ether of what we are supposed to be able to do and it's not a cruel voice but it's not usually a kind and understanding voice it's not a voice that is seeing the whole picture and seeing the nuance of experience it's a very empirical voice that says you know what you want to do 
you know how to do it. So what's wrong with you and why aren't you doing it? It's a very outside-in voice. And that's why it doesn't see everything else that's going on that makes a lot of sense of why you aren't doing the things that you think you're going to do. But this is exactly why it's powerful. Because it plays on whatever it is you already believe about yourself. It oversimplifies the issue and it confirms that you are lazy or you're not good enough or you're untalented or insert your own particular cross to bear. Um, So it's confirming all those things that you worry about yourself that you've been told before that are your kind of... um, things that you worry about that you are, it really confirms those because it's coming in with all its rationality blazing and making you feel worse about yourself. And and I think the thing is with it as well is it makes you think you're the only one who has this problem. It shows you all the people that are doing all the things and they're putting their cards and prints in the places and it's sort of saying, well, look, these people are doing it, so what's wrong with you? Why, why aren't you doing this thing that everybody else in the world seems to be able to do? But of course, that's not the case. <laughs> Resistance to doing the thing is one of the most universal experiences of creative work it just levels up the more you do it so the people that you're looking at who have put their cards and prints in a shop probably have resistance to approaching galleries the people who have started their substack for their writing are probably experiencing resistance about putting their book proposal together and sending it off to agents so the resistance continues but just once you've got over resistance to one thing you have it to another and so I have them too resistance is something that I experience every single day of my life I experience resistance this morning to sitting down I'm recording this podcast about resistance because it's effortful it takes effort to do something and sometimes you don't want to make effort but you just do um and there's those it's that there's nuance within the resistance because there's resistance to doing the thing that morning and doing the thing full stop and I think what we're talking about here is doing the thing full stop so for me There are things on my plan and to-do list which are similar to your putting cards and prints in the shops that I, when I'm looking at my sort of monthly projects and my monthly plan, I almost physically feel myself turn and walk away from them. Like I see them and then I turn away. and the resistance is just absolutely takes over 
and it comes up with all these excuses of why it's not the right time and you know it's not ready and I'm too tired right now and all these things but it's just the resistance to doing that thing so at the moment I've got resistance to um, making a new course that I've had the idea for for ages but just never quite seem to get past writing a bullet point list about it um, and I also have resistance to really developing the book idea I've got that is in my brain absolutely primed I could you know write out the whole list of everything it needs to be in the whole outline and yet I don't and I'm still resisting those things you know I'm not recording this being like oh and then I just did these three steps and then I completely got over it those are things that I am currently experiencing resistance around and yet I'm also fine with it I'm not panicking about my experience of resistance. So, I'm going to change tack slightly because in the question, in the all caps was why don't I do it? And the reason of why you're not doing something is always going to be fear as much as you don't maybe don't feel fearful or you don't feel like that's ever one of your real issues the reason's always going to be fear underneath all the other reasons and excuses you've got it's being afraid of change of failure of the effort it's going to take of any number of things really and I find quite often fear can be quite a personal thing that it's usually the same fears that come up over and over again um it could be the fear of it not failing of it being wildly successful some people have that as well but underneath all the other things that you tell yourself, fear lurks at the bottom of it because fear is there to prevent us doing something dangerous. And the more something means, and then the more we build it up in our heads, the more the fear uses resistance to stop us doing it because the more we've made ourselves believe it's a high risk thing or a high stakes thing perhaps so fear is not intrinsically bad as an emotion I think we can get really really fearful of fear and we need to not be so afraid of fear um there is this sense that avoiding fear is a really important thing for people that they do not want to feel the fear and actually it's just a feeling 
it's not it's uncomfortable but you know it's not gonna chop your leg off or you know it's not actually gonna do anything it's just it is just a feeling and actually it does do a lot of important jobs in us as a kind of natural being the fear is there as i said to stop us taking really dangerous risks so thank you for doing that for us but also perhaps this one's not a life-threatening risk that we're trying to take it's maybe an emotional risk but that's a risk we need to take so actually the biggest issue with fear isn't the fear itself it's that it gets in the way of us seeing what it is protecting us from so it's kind of like jumping around in front of our eyes with its hands up be like oh don't look over here Woo, you can't see um but that's what we need to see we need to see the thing that the fear is trying to hide from us trying to protect us from because that's the real issue that's the real issue and that's the thing that will be the key to unlock our resistance so once we move our fear gently to the side we can see we can see what's there and what our next steps probably are so and what I want to bring in here is a quote I remember from a podcast it was Marley Grace's podcast I'll put the um, link to the episode in the show notes and I can't actually remember the quote word for word but the gist of it was that she said it was her sorry it was their resistance to the resistance that caused their suffering and that was really struck with me that it was the resistance to the resistance and that's what we're we've been talking about that the resistance is uncomfortable and the fear is uncomfortable and we try to resist that we don't even want to go to that place because we just want to fix it and it will be fine and we don't have to feel these uncomfortable feelings and why aren't I doing it because because if I was doing it then I wouldn't feel this way whereas when we sink into those feelings when we allow them to exist we can get curious so really what we have to do is unload the meaning that we're giving to the resistance and when I say the meaning, the meaning about ourselves. We are making the meaning believe that we are lazy, untalented, all those things. We'll take that out because that's not actually true. That's not logical. It's not logical that the resistance means those things because absolutely everybody has resistance. So it's not really, it's not about you as a person. So we'll take those out we get rid of the panic because 
the panic also is just manufactured. There isn't, you know, the vast majority of the time, there's not a super pressing time limit on anything. We're just panicking because we're not doing something. So let's just not panic. Let's look very realistically at all the steps that have to happen and all the time there is to do those things and realise really doesn't matter that it hasn't happened to now, really doesn't matter if it doesn't happen in the next week. And then we can start to look at things and look at it with curiosity. This is something that has been coming up a lot for me recently when I've been talking to clients and also with the Finish With Confidence group that actually approaching things as an experiment um, where you take the emotion out of it and you say, I'm just going to see what happens. I'm going to do it in experiment conditions. So I'm going to try my best. My hypothesis is it's probably not going to work, but I'm going to do everything I can because it has to be scientific. I'm going to do it all properly. And then at the end, either my hypothesis will be proved right and I can move on or my hypothesis will have been proved wrong and it's worked. So either way, I've got some information. So with this question, you're asking, why aren't I doing it? But that's not what you're asking. You're asking what's wrong with me when you phrase it in the all caps with all the question marks and exclamation marks, when you are just screaming it. You're not screaming, why aren't I doing it? You're screaming, what is wrong with me? And actually, why aren't you doing it? That is an interesting question. So, and but you can answer it. Once you've taken away that panic, once you've taken away that meaning about what's wrong with you, all that's left is, well, yeah, why aren't I doing it? What might there be that's stopping me? And that might be beliefs around what you deserve. It might be beliefs around what's possible for someone like you. I don't want to give too many examples because I don't want it to inform what you might discover because it's going to be a very personal thing of why you aren't doing it. It's going to be built out of all your experiences and all the things anybody's ever told you. But then then you've got the answer that you're actually looking for. Because it's not that there's something wrong with you. It's that there's a, there's some deep-seated beliefs that fear is trying to protect you from confronting. But once you decide to not be afraid of the fear, to experiment with what might actually be happening, and then 
meet face to face with those beliefs, that gives you a basis to build back up from. Because you know where you need to hold the tenderness and what's always going to be trying to pull you back is that belief. But you can talk to that belief now and you can say, I know that you think I don't deserve this, for example. However, let's play with the idea that maybe I do. We don't have to believe it. I don't have to fully buy into the fact that I might deserve this thing but let's just pretend let's put on a play of a situation where I deserve to have my cards and prints in a shop so what we're going to do we're going to do all the costumes we're going to build the set we're going to have some lighting and we're going to really do it as properly as we can and at the end either the play will work <laughs> it will be a success and it will have happened Or the play won't have worked. But really, I don't think the play won't have worked. You have to give that as an option to yourself. You have to give yourself the option that it won't work. Because otherwise, that builds up the fear and the resistance again, because now you've put stakes, stakes on it working. There has to be the option that this isn't going to work and the experiment is going to prove something. And let that be fine. Whereas most of the time, if you're doing the experiment and you're doing it as an experiment so there's no stakes on it, it makes you freer to do all the right things that actually are going to make it work. So, before I get into really rambly territory... The thing that I really just want to say at the end is that you're not going to be hurt by investigating below the panic and the resistance. It's going to feel like it. It's going to feel like the more you delve and relax into that fear, you're at risk of pain. But actually, what you will probably find under that is peace. So that's it for today I wish you lots of luck I hope you have fun experimenting and putting on your play until next time I hope you have a really great week